The American Consumer On any given day, Al might covet everything, from a new pair of Gucci loafers to a Tesla S plaid. In between, Al might feast his eyes on the latest iPhone Mega Pro, a pair of Revo aviators, an 85-inch Samsung Neo, some rag-and-bone jeans. But this is just the pricey stuff. At every click of the mouse, every flick of his phone, every time he tunes into an NFL, NBA, or MLB professional sporting contest, which are, in fact, nothing but live programming venues for advertisers, Al is tempted to buy beer, belly wash, various types of chips, underwear, mouthwash, underarm deodorant, razor blades, air freshener, chewing gum, batteries, Buicks, buffalo chicken wild wings, slip-on sneakers, and pills for everything from headaches to eczema to diabetes. It's crazy out there, the endless shit people are trying to sell you, trying to sell Al. Well, Al finally rebelled. A couple of years ago, called a complete halt to any and all purchases that were not absolute necessities. No more $159 sneakers just because, just because some pop-up ad caught his eye and he had two minutes to kill before his next appointment. Pick color, size, width. Cough up credit card number, expiration date, three-digit security code, Quick, type in address, okay, cough up another $4.99 for two-day delivery, hey, why not? And bang, hit send and feel the adrenaline rush of another entirely spontaneous, ridiculous, and unnecessary purchase. Al needed another pair of sneakers about as much as Elon Musk needed another boost to his ego, another deposit to his personal checking account. But... All that nonsense is kaput now. Al grew sick and tired of being a consumer, nothing but a product lackey for General Motors and General Mills and the thousands of other companies that viewed Al not as a thinking, caring, amusing human being, but rather as a consuming machine with a high credit score, multiple credit cards, and an annual salary somewhere north of 150 G's. The producers of cars, clothes, breakfast cereals, personal hygiene products, alcoholic beverages, and every other product under the sun knew all the essentials about Al. They know his monthly take-home, his net worth, the size of his mortgage, what kind of toilet paper he prefers, what kind of car he drives, what kind of car he craves, how much porn he watches, what kind of watch he wears, what gym he works out at, and how often he works out, what blade he uses to shave his whiskers, the type of dog food his dog eats, where he dines out, how much booze he drinks, where he goes on vacation, etc., etc., etc. At least... They used to know all this jive about Big Al. But then Big Al threw them a curveball. Big Al canceled all but one of his credit cards. He uses that one sparingly. Mostly now he uses cash. Good old-fashioned cash. Hard to follow, hard to trace. Hard to collect data on some smartass trying to fool the system. Al rarely gives out any personal information anymore. Holds it... Holds it close to his vest, the way Grandpa taught him. Don't tell him, Dick Al. Only on a need-to-know basis. 
Al's grandfather knew what he was talking about, OSS agent in France during World War II. Now, Al still does use a smartphone, but deleted all but the most necessary apps. Any search engine searches, he uses DuckDuckGo, which, or so the company claims, erases your searches immediately after you make them. No more online banking, no more automatic withdrawals, no more online purchases, no more Amazon, no more Target, no more Walmart. No more bullshit. Oh yeah. Al's been a busy little non-consumer now for the past couple years. Really proud of himself, he is. Like a boozer who's been off the sauce or a junkie off the bag. Al feels clean. He feels good. He feels strong. He buys just the food he needs to stay healthy and keep his belly full. No sugar, salt, fat-laden crapola for Big Al. Just lean meats, raw vegetables, and lots of fruits. Plain old bar soap for personal cleanliness. Hair, face, body, bar soap does the job. No special shampoos or facial scrubs or moisturizing body washes. What a lot of horseshit. Just give me a bar of soap, baby. Just give me a bar of soap. Cheapest toothpaste he can find. It does the job. Freshens his breath. Like his dentist told him, two or three gentle brushes a day, Al. Doesn't matter an angel's halo what kind of toothpaste you use. A used Civic. Eyeglasses at Costco. A cup or three of Joe from Mr. Coffee. Right in his own kitchen. Four bucks for a cup of coffee at Starbucks while half the humans on Earth don't have enough to eat. Shit. And hey, no more TV with ads. Al records the sports and watches later. Speeds through the endless prattle for Budweiser, BMWs, Bounty paper towels, $75,000 F-150 pickup trucks driven by insurance agents who live in apartments. M&M's, Milky Ways, Marvel superhero movies starring prima donna movie actors who make more money per film than the gross national product of Ecuador. All this hokum Al has avoided now for the past two years. If you don't see the crap, Al likes to tell his buds, if you're not getting the shit shoveled at you like so much horse manure, you don't want it. You don't need it. Hell's fire. You don't even think about it. So Al proved you can, in fact, live in the United States of consumerism and not partake of the nation's addiction to constantly buy crap you don't need and probably don't even want, just fighting off boredom and depression and anxiety. Why else, Al wonders, why else would anyone buy a $1,200 iPhone when the one they bought last year works flawlessly looks identical, and performs the same stupid tricks. It's a conundrum he'll never fully fathom. Al has come to believe that he has driven the wolf from the door. He has beaten the consumer beast to death, buried it in the backyard. It no longer exists within him, that desire, that passion, that obsession to buy, buy, buy. He wants nothing and wants for nothing. Yes, sirree. Al believes this. He believes he has found the right and righteous way to live. Simply and happily, cool and contentedly, the anti-consumer. Oh, yeah. Alas, 
Like the reformed junkie who finally gives in and buys another bag. Like the ex-cigarette smoker who hasn't had a butt in nine years, but who still daily craves one and finally lights up. Like the devout AA attendee who quit the booze a decade ago and goes to meetings several times a week, but suddenly, when he loses his job or breaks his leg or finds out his son wants to be his daughter, he unscrews the cap off the beef eaters and takes a long, refreshing swallow. Like the dude who lost 80 pounds by eating nothing but carrots and celery sticks for three years, but falls to pieces when the aroma of a Big Mac wafts past his schnoz. Yeah, like these dudes, Big Al, so cocksure, is about to take a fall. From his lofty, self-righteous, anti-consumer perch, Big Al is about to topple. And it's going to be something extraordinarily mundane that does Al in. Because, you see, think what you will. Think what you want. But as good Americans, you and me and Al, we're here for one reason and one reason only. To consume. To buy. To purchase. Food. Fuel. Dry goods. Software. Hardware. Appliances. Sofas. Minivans. Cokes. Insurance. Dental care. Health care. Death care. So, what toppled Big Al? What did him in? What brought him back to planet Earth, to the United States of perpetual consumerism? A goddamn hat. A goddamn cowboy hat. A Stetson. A Stetson open road, yeah. He saw Kevin Costner wearing one on Yellowstone, and the some bitch just had to have one. Costner looked so good in it, and Al, well, Al thought he'd look pretty spiffy in it, too. Exactly where he'd wear the silly thing, Al didn't have a clue, but he coveted ownership nevertheless, broke his solemn vow to never again shop online, and went direct to Stetson.com, studied the various styles and colors, fought the desire off for a day or two, a week, But again and again, he kept going back to the website until late one night, the family slumbering, he pulled the trigger. Oh yeah, the 1865 distressed open road Royal Deluxe in lead belly silver, a nice chunk of wampum, 270 smackaroos. And oh God, the euphoria when he sent that order off into cyberspace out onto the personal information superhighway. Sure, okay. A few hours later, lying wide awake in bed, he battled a serious case of buyer's remorse, thought long and hard about how his wife would roll her eyes and his kids, especially his teenage daughter, would mock him unmercifully when he walked into the room wearing the goofy hat. But hey, Al wanted a Stetson, and he would damn well have it. In just seven days. And while he waited, what did Al do? He shopped. Online. Damn tootin'. Bought himself an electric toothbrush. The world's most powerful flashlight. Some Hoka trail splitters. An Ego electric lawnmower. An Apple home pod. A leather travel all for trips to nowhere, USC. Oh yeah, the eruption was two years in the making. The pressure had to blow. Al went hog wild. 
made up for lost time, and quickly re-established himself as an icon of American consumerism, an American consumer extraordinaire, Big Al.